The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Good morning. Where is everyone? Where's my co-host flying solo? Guess who has two thumbs and is doing the show by himself today? Don't worry. I'll be able to fill up the 10 minutes we're going to talk. We're going nine minutes at nine o'clock every day. My name is Tom Grisafi. This is ATI Pro Media, and we have a lot to talk about. We're going <laughs> to we're going to talk about bull versus bear debate debate. What's going on with the S&P 500? How is the S&P 500 going up versus corn going down? 10-year yield, 3.89. We'll get into that. New, almost new lows. The lowest rates have been since summer, which that seems like forever ago. But rates are actually collapsing as the year ends. Stocks are actually going up. Corn hit new three-year lows. Uh, Stock market's on the highs. We had some political news last night. Of course, I get all the easy questions. And with that, let's just jump into the simple stuff. Let's talk politics. I'm ready. Hey, before we talk politics, producer Joe, oh, Joe's already in there. Don't be afraid to ask me a question. If you subscribe to YouTube, the Advanced Trading Channel, ask me a question. Here is what I'm going to tell you all. Who is going to be standing behind these podiums in 2024? The election's just 325 days. Put one down for the blue side with the first big punch. State of Colorado tells President Trump that he will not be on the ballot. I am not a real news broadcaster. I play one sometimes at nine o'clock. I did watch some news channels last night and there was, you know, depending on what channel you're watching, they had all different types of things to say. I will say this, and I quote Bloomberg this morning, this 2024 election very well might be determined by a Supreme Court, whether it be a state or the Supreme Court. Yeah, we all like to think, go out there, get out there and vote. But uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. There's lots of other drama going on, too. The, the border's a hot mess. I mean, the pictures, unless those were Photoshopped, the border is an absolute hot mess. 13,000, 14,000 people crossed over yesterday. And that is uh, not good for America. It's not good for safety. It's not good for a lot of reasons. All right. Headlines. Let's get into them, Producer Joe. 10-year yield, 3.89. What's that mean? Interest rates are coming down. If you're a farmer, if you're a rancher, if you're anyone who deals with money, this is a big deal. Now, I will give you one interesting tidbit. When I left the bank, when I left First State Bank out of Mayville, North Dakota, there's about five branches of First State Bank up and down the Red River Valley. They had a big flashing sign that said nine month CD 5.10. Yes, the Fed funds are still higher and the Fed hasn't really lowered rates yet, but the 10 year market says, hold my beer. We're going with four quarter point price cuts. And the market has already priced in the cuts when it comes to the fives, the twos, the tens, the thirties. What's this mean? People are going to try to remortgage some loans, uh, refinance some debt. I will tell you this, I'll be on one of the big ag shows this weekend, and that's going to be the hot topic. What's the surprise of 2023? And I'm going with that. Interest rates didn't explode. They actually collapse at the year end. Some other news as we look through uh, the different news wires and stuff, we have uh, we have the 
corn, we're, we, what's going on with corn? Three years lows. So let's jump in the PowerPoint. I have some charts here when we look at the S&P 500 versus the corn chart. We'll go to the S&P 500 slide number one. There we go. Look at him. Click. That's producer Joe. U.S. S&P 500, 100 years, 1921 through 2021. Now, if you're looking at the top right side, just add a little bit more green to that. Yesterday on the show, I said I'd talk to you. This is continuation from yesterday's show. I would talk to you about how stocks are built to go up. If you're listening to this via podcast or anything else, we can send you this chart. This is a beautiful graphic. You don't have to be real smart to understand what's going on here. You have the whole history of the world. You have not the whole history of the world, the whole history of the last hundred years of the financial world of the USA. Look at the stock crash. I remember uh, when markets have crashed, they're horrible. I and We have a slide later to compare uh, corn versus uh, S&P back in 08, wild dynamics. But in general, Warren Buffett, who's right up there, he's he's in there. Uh, oh, I see Volcker up there. I mean, this is a whole history lesson. This slide could be talked about for a whole semester in college. You have uh, a, a president who uh, stepped down. You have a Russian flag. You have Bitcoin starting. If we were to put a symbol for 2023, it would go on the top right, and it would be AI. AI took it off. You have your stock bingo card out. AI, 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 AI. That's all they talk about. AI, AI, AI. Yesterday, we had a slide on the stock market, and we had the big stocks. They were Facebook, Google, et cetera, Microsoft, all the way up. There's 75% of the whole rally. And that's, that's, that's a big deal. So what I want to talk about is this bull market versus bear market. Our good friends over at plus 500 tweeted this out this morning. Ever wonder how the terms bull and bear market emerged? Well, we have a little history on that. Many years ago, the term bull and bear market originated in the 16th century Europe for the bull thrusting upward and the bear thrusting downward. Now there was another part to this tweet where uh, they brought up some things that I had never heard of about maybe pelts or something else. Nonetheless, stock market is in a never-ending bull market. When it does have a drawback, they are vicious. They are horrible. Uh, 20% downturn. All of you watching this are old enough to remember what the stock market did during the pandemic. We had a big, big downdraft of the stock market. I remember uh, back when George Bush was leaving office and Barack Obama was coming into office, the Dow Jones had a six in front of it. We actually traded like 67, 6,800. We are now getting close to 40,000, the Dow Jones. Why is corn uh, not like the S&P 500? Let's go back and look at the last 65 years of corn. We'll pull up that PowerPoint. And when you look at the PowerPoint, this is corn over 65 years. I want to Thank my friend, Chris Robinson. Robin, Chris Robinson was a trader in the bean pit. He loves talking about Fibonacci numbers. And he posted the 65-year history of corn. Corn, lowest price in 65 years, 101. This is like price is right, $1, Bob. But we also have seen great prices at 843. And I've been around for those. I have not been around for the 101. I have traded some $1.85, $1.90 corn in the corn pit with my seat at the Board of Trade, the old LDP guys, you guys old enough watching this, remember that. Let's switch to beans, producer Joe. When you look at the range in beans, we've seen lower prices, we've seen higher prices. 65-year chart of beans, 208 to 1794. I remember the 1794. That wasn't too long ago. Here's the deal, folks. When we have higher prices, you get the whole world 
involved in your crop. And we grow a crop every year. So when a company comes out and does an IPO, they issue X amount of shares and that's it. Kind of like why Bitcoin sometimes explodes up because there's only so much Bitcoin. We can always make more corn. We can always make more beans. We can always make more wheat. So yesterday when I told you on the show that we tend to go in the stock market from the bottom left to the top right, we are now in the grains going from the top left to the bottom right. Now with that, I had a guy on the show yesterday for advanced trading clients or anyone who wants to shoot us an email, Mr. PJ Quaid from RJO, RJO came on and did a bonus segment. Joe, I'll pop that thumbnail up there. PJ came on and talked about options and it was good stuff. And what PJ said on ATI Pro Media, PJ from RJO talks options. He A couple good points that he brought up yesterday. Yesterday, some DS25 520 puts traded about 740 times. They trade around 56, 57 cents. Think about that. We just got done expiring DS23. We have DS24. We have DS25. Someone spent millions of dollars buying a floor, a put on DS25. Interesting. One on one other interesting fact from Mr. PJ Quaid. PJ had told us that on the January 9th crop report, keep an eye on week two options. The crop report comes out at 11 o'clock. These options expire at 1.15 in the afternoon. You could see some big dynamics. You talk about not buying time when someone says, oh, if you buy options, you lose time. You only got an hour and a half to trade those bad boys. So when he looks at the puts and calls in that right now, the market's pricing in that corn could move 18 cents up or 18 cents down based on the volatility of that week two January option for that crop report. With that, we'll keep things rolling here. We'd love to come out and meet you. If you're listening, I forgot my slide. Bring that back in. We're not done. The funds. When you talk about the bull versus bear debate, the funds are the most underweight commodity since 19, since 2017. And so when you see corn trading down and you see the stock market going up, this is why. And I have a chart and a graphic that ATI Research popped up and we can pop that up. You're going to see that the S&P is trending up and the S&P 500 is that orange line. And thank you to Advanced Trading Research for popping this up. And the green line is corn. Remember about five minutes ago when I was yapping about 08 and that the price of corn was going up and the Dow Jones was going down? Look, folks, look down at that 08, 09 period. We, we had, had a really bad time in the stock market, yet corn exploded to a higher level, almost hitting eight. Then we went down back up. We have bull markets and bear markets and commodity, but overall, great commodity traders understand how to sell. The funds have been selling. Folks like you who are storing grain need to be selling also. Good news, bad news. Good news is we'll be doing this every day at nine. Bad news is if you're still holding corn, you lost another month's interest, and that's a real problem. If you need help or you have questions or you want a speaker, give us a call. 1-855-737-FARM. I think we had a comment, Joe. I think uh, Connor's driving and he decided to uh, give a comment. And I, I don't know if he bet the over under on how long I'd go, but I've went long. It is a pleasure to do this stream every day live at nine. We will be here back tomorrow. And the show producer, Joe. Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.